Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Andrew Samuel on the line. He's founder and CEO over at Sphinx Capital. Andrew, welcome to the show. Adam, thank you for having me on. All right, so uh, excited to get into what you're doing over at Sphinx Capital today. So uh, just to jump right in, uh, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Absolutely. So, you know, Sphinx Capital is a, a group located on Wall Street in New York. We're a group of investors that specialize in providing companies nationwide with uh, revenue-based access to funding. So to, for uh, basically just additional funding without any kind of uh, credit, collateral requirements, strictly based on their future receivables. So uh, I love it. So revenue-based access to funding. I want to go deeper there because I don't want to assume that everybody listening to this um, knows exactly what that is and what that looks like. So let's go a little bit deeper there. Absolutely. So uh, to define the term revenue-based uh, funding, you know, many companies uh, are in positions where they're generating large amounts of revenue, but they have no interest in securing uh, any type of loan or, or access to funds uh, with themselves personally uh, or with any type of collateral. So what we do is we analyze a company based on its last quarter. Now, based on its quarter, uh, the last four months of its receivables or its deposits, what we can do is gauge, uh, create a projection of what that company likely will uh, generate in the next uh, six to eight months. And based on that, we can offer them what they would earn in the future immediately without having any control or uh, really any kind of uh, uh, access to their business whatsoever. So it's a, it's a one-time transaction. The company makes payments on a regular basis. At the end of the term, the company has an opportunity to deduct the cost of the money in the same way they deduct the cost of goods sold because they are buying back their own receivables for more than what those receivables are worth, allowing them to deduct the difference. What kind of uh, what kind of industries and or sectors is this type of borrowing number one available for or appropriate for? Well, really, it's it's for every company that's been in existence for more than six months, generates at least twenty five thousand a month, uh, and has a minimum of ten deposits uh, to uh, aggregate the total amount that it deposits. So it's it's for it's not for any specific sector. It's really contingent upon the business's uh, revenue itself. Oh wow! So it's so um so it because it, it, I know some like when you think about like factoring or some 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 like yes. lenders they they want to go they they're not necessarily looking at the fashion industry or some other lenders are more into manufacturing some others are so with your with what you're doing over at Sphinx Capital you're 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 industry agnostic but it's more so like the metrics of of what what kind of cash flow they're bringing in and what the customer base looks like in terms of uh, well needing at least ten deposits. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, every company is different. You know, we know that you got or the companies that we're working with got to where they are without us. So we have uh, no interest in, in managing or guiding them on how to continue doing business. Our only uh, uh, target, our only goal is to provide them with what they need uh, to get from where they are to where they're going just in a shorter amount of time. So you've been doing this for a long time. Um, where do you find that uh, a lot of um, a business owners go wrong in looking towards outside sources for capital? Like, what do you what do you find are some of those problem areas that you've seen in your career? Well, uh, many companies they put themselves in situations that are extremely complex, 
and they don't really understand the ramifications of the actions that they're taking, not because they're not knowledgeable, but it, it's because it's not what they do. So, you know, uh, when you mention a factoring company, a factoring company actually basically controls your company. You know, you're paying, uh, the company would deposit whatever it is that, that the receivables justify, but in return, that company then has total control of every deposit that's made. It takes its own payment out and it deposits the difference in their account. So companies get into this, into this cycle where they're basically dependent upon a, another organization, uh, not, to, not, not just to fund them, but to you know, ensure that the receivables they make get deposited in the time that they need it made. You know, some companies hold for 30 days prior to them actually depositing the difference between their cost and your revenue. So companies don't really genuinely or, or generally understand the, the lack of control they have over their own business when they take that type of financing, not to mention collateralized transactions or uh, personal guarantees on transactions. No, that's awesome, and and I'm I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's where I was going with that. I'm like, ah, like all lending, all like lenders, it's not it's not all the same. Like there's different, like you said, ramifications to where you choose to um to to take in access capital from. Um, let's talk about uh, about um sometimes getting these capital. Some of the reasons that people borrow capital that are typically appropriate um that you've seen um in businesses. Absolutely. So there's really two sides to the spectrum. There are, there are companies that genuinely need the money to get out of a bad position. That, that exists, right? And we're there when, when, that, when that need arises. But there are also companies that are generating large amounts of revenue. They have the ability to go to an outside investor, but they don't want to short themselves. They don't want to sell off pieces of their organization. So we work with companies that are both in a position of need, and we work with companies that are not in a position of need that could utilize the additional funds in a way that allows them, again, to deduct the cost uh, at the end of the transaction uh, on, on their next tax cycle. No, that's awesome. Um, so, Andrew, that being said, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information, um, what's the best way for them to reach out and to work with your team? Sure. So they're, of course, more than welcome to call us. Our number is pretty simple. It's 833-FUND-NYC. But they can also go to clickapplyfund.com. It'll take them right to our website. They can schedule a call with a, with a private money manager as well as complete the application completely on their own and receive a phone call uh, from an underwriter within 30 minutes. Oh, man, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, well, Andrew, Thanks for coming on the show today. Appreciate you coming on and sharing more about what you're doing over at uh, Sphinx Capital and how you're helping business owners. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. I mean, love to know what kind of things and projects you're working on. And Andrew, thanks again for coming on the show.